0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Praise God, guys. We're gonna be talking about the favor of God. You know, I gave you that um that Proverbs 3, 1. If we could find, I don't know if we got New King James. If we got New King James, great. That Proverb one in the New King James. Remember last week when I left this off, it was trying to challenge me. And NIV's close, but the New King James read's pretty sweet. Um, it says, my son, do not forget my law. This is really good. But let your heart keep my commandments. Do you see that? For length of days, see that? And long life and peace they will add to you. Now we're talking about favor. Remember we talked about what favor does. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. See it? Now watch this. Bind them around your neck and write them upon, write them on the tablet of your heart. Isn't that good? And you write upon the tablet of your heart with the words of your mouth. That's how you write upon the tablet of your heart with the words of your mouth. So you speak it and you write upon the tablet. The Bible says my my tongue is the pen of a ready writer and you write upon the tablet of your heart. That's how you get this word in you. You speak it. Write them on the tablet of your heart. You see them? Did you get that? And so find favor. My God, did you see that? And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. So he said, if you, now this is what I'm saying. So we're talking about the favor of God. The favor of God, okay? is going to bring what? Is going to bring you the blessing, the, the the high esteem. You're going to be lifted up. But watch this. He's talking about stay so close to the word of God that the favor of God overtakes your life. So one of the elements to operate in the favor of God, one of the blessings of operating in the word of God is the favor of God comes on your life. Are you seeing it? So you go, I See, now this is why I'm a stickler here. I will not, I'm telling you now, God is my witness. I will not deviate from the word of God. Now here's what it is. I might do this. I might not, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know what I'm saying? But if I see it in the word of God, you can forget it. I ain't changing. I'm not. not, I'm not siding in against the word of God, never. So if it's, you just got to start living a life like this because favor will get you out. When I get in these laws of favor, what they do, you might say, well, if I go do the right thing, I'm going to get in trouble for it. Why can't I just like, you know, just like kind of keep that little white lie or something like that? No, man. The minute you start lying, you lose your favor. The minute you start, the minute you start stepping out of the word of God, you break the line of favor off your life because the favor can't follow you when you don't follow the word. Ooh, that'll preach right there. Favor cannot follow you when you do not follow the word of God. So if you want favor, you gotta stay close to that word. That's why I wanted to find, isn't that scripture so good? My son, don't forget my law. Look at it one more time. And that's why I, I like the way the King James breaks it down, right? Because it doesn't say, it says you shall receive favor. So that kind of like really pulls in what we're talking about. I think it's man. So he's talking about the word of God. Let your heart keep my commandments. The law and the commandments, the word of God. One hand, light length of days. Peace. See this? The word of God is going to give you long life. Peace. Keep mercy and truth. Don't forsake them. Okay? Don't leave them. Bind it around your neck. Write them on a tablet of your heart. And then you'll have favor and high esteem with God and man. Man, I'm telling you. Now, that's why you got to understand. So favor follows you and me staying close to the word of God. And then here's an element in this thing. Constantly declare God's favor over your life. The confession side of it. So there's revelation. We're we're, we're learning what it is. We're operating, so I see it. Okay, favor is like the blessing, but when I walk out of the word of God, I kind of relinquish some of it, okay? Yes, even though it's yours, okay? It's kind of like, um, can you go, this is a game changer. I'm throwing this in here. Um, I, uh, yeah, let me go. 2 Corinthians twelve nine nine, an amplified classic. It's gonna read a lot easier. 2 Corinthians 12, it's about where the Apostle Paul says, hey, man, I need grace for this thing, this battle. Now, I want you to see this. It should say, my grace, my favor. Let me see it. Um, but he said unto me, but he said unto me, my grace, my favor. And let You see it? So now, now we're starting to see something here, right? We're starting to see, like, the favor. Just take the word favor. Favor equals the blessing but favor equals the grace, okay? Now, the blessing is the empowerment factor, and the grace is an empowerment factor. And he took man and blessed him. Now, that blessed when Adam, when he blew life in Adam, was he empowered man to prosper in every area of life. So when God says, God bless you, I empower you to prosper in life. So now look at this. He said to me, now, this is when Paul had the thorn buffeting him, but he said unto me, my grace, my favor, and my love and kindness and mercy is enough for you. So this is crazy, right? Because he goes, my grace is sufficient, but look what he says here. Not crazy in a weird way. He said what? He said, my favor. Wow. So favor on your life gives you ability to do stuff you couldn't do in the natural so now, favor equals the blessing. Favor equals the grace. Because here's what it is. You don't want to just pinpoint and go, you know, fa- well, favor is. No, favor has an empowerment because God put it on you. I, 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 is that kind of coming across clear where it's clearly understood? Like you go, well, you know, I, I just, you know, favor comes and goes. No, favor is there all the time. God's favor will produce the blessing and god gets great pleasure out of this stuff so now we're looking at grace one of grace's definitions is divine favor write that down so one of the definitions of grace is god says divine favor you know you find that in um uh man i know where that is too here wait uh i know it's um I love it when I go out on a limb like this. You know what I'm saying? Like I just get it in my spirit and wing it. You know? And then you're out here, and then you know, like, oh, my God, what if I can't get back? He'll never leave you out there. and no, that you can't get back. Go look at first. Go look at first. Can you go look at 1 Peter in New King James? 1 Peter 1.13. Why don't you see this? If you can get a New King James, I, I, I don't know all the details of it, but I, but I know what I'm looking for. Just look at this, right? Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be, uh, yep, be sober, and what? Rest in your hope fully upon the grace that is what? Brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Okay, now watch this. 14, go. Don't be lazy. It says about don't be in lazy, slip back. As obedient children not conforming yourselves to the former lusts as in your what? As in your what? Ignorance. As obedient children, watch this part with God life, go to 15. As obedient children, yeah, there you go. Not conform, yeah, 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 wait. But as he who called you, you are also to be holy in all your conduct. Now, I want you to see something, right? It says here in this, I got it in a message. It says, so roll up your sleeves, put your mind in gear and be totally ready to receive the gift that is coming when Jesus arrives now what is he saying right he's saying this he's saying this roll up your sleeves put it in your mind you got to get a revelation of the gift of favor okay what do you got did you get it yeah 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 so roll up your sleeves get your head in the game. Be totally ready to receive the gift that is coming when Jesus arrives. Now, we know we got that gift operating right now. Don't slip back into those old grooves of evil doing just what you want, just what you want to feel like doing. So what is he saying? Keep this word strong in you. Do the word of God. Let the favor of God kick in gear and let the ability of this thing work. So now, now here's the cool part about this because I think this... This thing takes it, takes it over the top. Um, and I, I, I felt this from the beginning because I, I just know, like, when you start getting in, it you start seeing this. I got to get in this other side because I'll stay here all day. So we get in this thing about divine favor. So just pull this in. So take time to translate this word grace as divine favor and meditate on what the word of God is saying to me and you we will begin to experience the continuous blessings that the revelation of God's favor gives. Did you get that? So what I was trying to piece in with that first Peter is this. He calls it a gift of grace. He calls it the gift of salvation. He calls it the gift. It was God's idea, not yours. What's going to happen when you get a revelation and receive this free gift? Man, you're going to start expecting things. Now, I told you, remember last week, we're not going to get arrogant and we're not going to be like some kind of ignorant people. We're not going to do that kind of stuff. But we're going to do what? We're going to allow ourselves to be be, kind of like, I don't want to say, because it really doesn't do it like that. We're going to allow ourselves to be transformed. So we're going to say, all right, God, this might not be what I see for me, but what do you see for me? The minute that happens, you game change. Because your your ability to see is ridiculous. Now, that's rough, but I love you. You don't see nothing, man. Not the way God sees it. You're looking over here, Just I'm just trying to make it. God's like, make it? I ain't talking about you making it. I, I made it. I want you to have it. You see it? That's every Victory in your mind, victory in your body, victory in your stuff, victory stuff. I mean, even me, right, you know, because a little while there, I was kind of like, man, stuff wasn't just going away. And I was like, you get natural in your head. You know, you're like, well, you know, I got to do this, and maybe I got to get rest. And maybe, and you got to do all that. Man, I'll tell you what I did. I got so mad as a I got mad like a hornet the other day. I said, man, this is ridiculous. This is not God's best. We get, we get naturally minded quick, you don't even realize it. And I was like, man, I rebuke this mess. This is foolishness. This isn't part of my covenant package. This sure ain't favor. This ain't grace. This is junk. And I started smacking the thing and resisting it and broke its power. Walking around being like natural people. Those days are over for you. So I got to get in these things. So look, I'm going to give you um, some deck. Now you got to get this now, Okay. Now, before I can get to these things, I want to show you. I want you to get to this. You need to get to this. Um, are you? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Are you gonna? Are you gonna get to the de- decla- declaration? I was gonna say de- declaring. Are you gonna get to the place of declaring God's grace and favor over your life? How do I get you there? It's not enough to simply have a revelation. So write that down. I gotta be declaring. God's grace and favor. That means I gotta be speaking God's grace and favor. Did you get that? Write it down. It's not enough to simply have the revelation of the importance of God's favor. You can't just recognize God's favor. You have to speak it. God has the power to transform your life, but we also need to first get a revelation, and then we gotta understand how important it is to declare it. So there's a divine connection from declaring it. Remember he said in Deuteronomy 28, he's going to command it? How do you think you're going to command it? You got to speak it. That's why he put words inside of a man so he could have dominion. He made man a speaking spirit in Genesis chapter 2 so you could declare. How you going to have authority? You ain't got words. When you start speaking divine favor, the obstacles that you face must fall when we're speaking the words of faith, we're expressing our faith in the favor of God to move the mountain. You got it. now, let me tell you something, write this down. You have an inheritance of favor because of what Abraham did through believing God. Write that down. Your heirs, according to the promise, that's an inheritance of favor. What's an heir? An heir to the throne. I didn't even know I was royalty. Your royalty, your royal priesthood. Before God ever spoke forth the words, let there be light, setting in emotional stuff, we understood this stuff, that God wanted you to be blessed. So God ain't playing with the blessing. The covenant that God made with Abraham extends to all of us. Did you pull that in? This is your life. Now, if you ain't living it, that ain't God's fault. Does that make sense? So let's start bumping these out because this is important. I want to start showing you the benefits of God. And now you have, I got to check this. Out. You have to make sure I got time to get these done. I do. I can get a lot of them done if you stay with me. Okay. So here we go. What are the benefits of this? I Pastor, because I got it. I got it. I got it. We can study more about it. You've been talking about it in church. You've been talking a little bit about the blessing. You've been taking all this month talking about the blessing of Abraham. I'm blessed. You've been talking about the commanded blessing. Now, what do I? Okay, I got it. I got a revelation. I'm blessed. I got to start speaking. What does favor produce in my life? Okay. Number one favor produces supernatural increase and promotion, number one. Write that down. We see that in Genesis 39, 21, okay? But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison, favor. Now, Joseph's life is huge, okay? Because what you see with Joseph's life is this. Man, favor hit him, right? His brothers tried to kill him, but they sold him. Favor was protecting him. When he, when, now, let me tell you something about faith. Man, I preach this. You know, I'm just wearing the coat my daddy gave me. I got a sermon on that. Man, this thing strong, too. I wanted to write a book about it. We're going to write a mini book one day about it. Uh, I said, I'm just wearing my coat my daddy gave me. And I'm going to tell you what, when you think they put that coat on you, you think everybody's going to get happy. You got another thing coming, baby, because everybody looking at you like, why would you get the coat? You know what I mean? I'm just you know, like I, I remember oh man, I, I tell you, I learned this. You wanna funny? You wanna laugh? I so, I so I get this anointing, right? You know, I get anointed. And uh, you know, we're in school, and man, I cannot do it like everybody did it. Like they were just like together, uh, today's Bible lesson is gonna be about you know they were cool, that's their that's their style, you know. I was like, Yeah, all right, whatever, that's your deal, man. And I'll be in places. And, man, even that stuff, like, you know, I watched Brother Hagin a little bit, you know, but ministering to people, ministering to people. And I remember uh, somebody said something to me about Dr. Mara Cirillo. had traveled with Dr. Mara Cirillo, and and it was funny. Like, guys like Dr. Cirillo, and please, I'm not putting myself in the category of these great men of God, but I just started looking. Like, Dr. Cirillo, he had it in his mouth. He wouldn't touch it, wouldn't lay hands. T.L. Osborne's got it in his mouth. Does that make sense? They got it in their mouth. They don't, they don't, they don't really like Oral Roberts had it in his hands. The power was in his hands to lay hands on the sick. I think he like shot his rotator cuff out. He laid out hands on so many people. Yo, know, it was in his hands. Some guys got it in their hands. You know what I'm saying? So they understand how to operate your gift. Other guys got it in their mouth. And I'm coming up, man, and I am like, I'm unorthodox. You know what I mean? Because I didn't understand my gifting. And man, I start doing stuff that was kind of like just kind of like just just like i didn't even know if it was right you know i was just like i was just operating it would worked for me and i noticed that the anointing was stronger in demonstration by this way than that way and i started, and man people were like dude what's up with this dude and i was like look i'm not here to run a popularity poll i'm just put on the coat my daddy gave me my coat's different than your coat man you know so I just put on, I did it like I did it. I remember, I remember one day I was in this meeting. Oh my God, I don't know how they didn't kick me out. But I said, but it wasn't about kicking. I said, man, I, I felt like rain, man. It was like raining in the building. It wasn't raining. I said, man, those are Jesus drops just falling out the ceiling. And I could tell people were looking at me like, what in the heaven is up with this? And I, and I kind of realized there, I was like, they're not so excited about what I'm excited about and how I'm doing it. Because the thing that bothered them was the presentation of it. When I just wanted to get results, does that make sense? I don't, man. I don't care if you kick me in the head if I need a miracle. And I and I started feeling that like kind of like apprehension where I almost didn't want to step in the gifting because the gifting was different than what the church was seeing, and I kind of pulled back from it and didn't want to go there. But I found that I was least effective when I wasn't stamping into my uniqueness, and that is Joseph. All day. It's you too. There's something different about the way you do it. So what happens, like when you think the church is going to celebrate, like, oh, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Increase in promotion comes from favor. But everybody ain't going to get excited about your favor. But you got to put a demand on favor. So I said all that to you. Constantly pursue favor produces supernatural increase and promotion. Write that down. you get that? Genesis 3.29. Here's number two. Favor produces restoration of everything that the enemy has stolen from you. Favor produces restoration of everything that the enemy has stolen from you. That's Exodus 3.21. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and that shall come to pass that when they go, They shall not go empty. Amen? Amen? Favor produces restoration. You got favor to produce restoration. Everything the enemy stole for you. Now, some of you got like, he got to pay seven times. He does. He has to pay back what he stole for you because he's a thief. So as you get in that spot, you have to get there and go, okay, I got it. Favor produces restoration of everything the enemy stole from you. That's strong, you know, and that's important because how do you know he has to pay back? Now, he's a thief, and when a thief comes and steals, he has to repay, so write that down. You know that? You got to repay, and this is the cool part about favor. Favor is a restorer, so think about favor. Favor produces supernatural increase, promotion, so you've been... You've been You got to declare. You're on the job, you got to declare favor. Increase. Favor. Promotion. Favor. Favor. I got the favor of God. Get a revelation. Meditate in it. Speak it out of your mouth. Speak it. Make that part of your confession. Devil's got to pay back. Do it right now. Let's do it right now. According to Exodus 3.21, let's say this together. According to Exodus 3.21... Favor produces restoration. I have the favor of God right now. Come on, say it. To do what? I have the favor of God right now to restore everything the enemy has stolen from me. In Jesus' name, I loose my angels to go do it. And I bind the devil. See what I'm saying? Favor. There's another one, number three. Write these down. Just write them down. Favor produces honor in the midst of your adversaries favor produces honor in the midst of your adversaries favor produces honor everywhere but especially in front of your enemy exodus 11:3. 3 and the lord gave the people favor in the sight of the egyptians moreover the man moses was very great in the land of egypt in the sight of pharaoh's servants and in the sight of the people There was favor on Moses. Look at these guys. There was favor on Joseph. There was favor on Noah. There was favor on Abraham. There was favor on Moses. There was was favor on Paul. There was favor on Jesus. They had that little special advantage. We don't know why. Come on, right? How many noticed that about you? I don't know why. How many times have you been at the job? I don't know why I'm doing this for you. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why, right? They give you the job. I don't know, but we gonna give you the promotion. I know I. I don't know why I'm doing this, but I know I. You're not gonna say that in front of people, but you know that's favor, man. I got stories, man. I don't even wanna tell you. I just had something the other day, right? I was like, God, you know, every once in a while, it's funny too. This is this is a this is a key. You ever get kind of like this? Let me show you this. It worked. It was crazy cool. I was getting a little bit like you know, you know, like God. Not to say I don't want to be like weird, but God hasn't done something for a minute. You know what I mean? If you feel like God hasn't done something for a minute, you're like, you know, God, you know, it's been good, and I'm good, and I'm, a, you know, I'm a, I'm a, it's cool, you know, and I love you, and nothing bad. But you know what I mean? Like it's been a minute since something really cool's happened. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I, I don't know. and You get a little like weird in your head. You know, I don't know. Does everybody do this? Do you do this? You know what I mean? We start doing it if you don't do it. Okay, you guys might do this. Maybe you don't, but I do this. And I kind of like lean towards it. Like, now I'm showing you. I'm going to give you a tell. I'm going to show you what happened. So I go, you know, God, I'm kind of like, I don't know, but it'd be cool if you did something, you know, something crazy. Not crazy, crazy, but just do a little something, something. You know what I mean? Just do a little something, something thing. You know what I mean? And, man, I, didn't, I got it. I said it, and I kind of said it out my mouth. I was like, God, God, I'm expecting and I said it like this. I didn't use the word favor because I wasn't in this revelation yet. I was in just life. And I said, I want you to just do a little something, something for me, a little extra something, just so I know it's you. And, man, something happened within the week. The day I said it, something happened. I didn't know about it. And five days later, somebody came to me and go, man, you ain't going to believe this. I was like, what? So they said something, something happened in the ministry, and they're like, hey, look, it was good, all positive. They said, there's something that just was really cool. And I knew right there, God brought me back to saying it. So now here's what got me. Why do you think I got that kind of, now watch this. You're going to learn some of you pay attention around here. Why do you think I had that even desire on the inside? You would say, I'm being greedy, your own self, right? Like, oh, God's been good. I shouldn't be like that. Or, you know, ooh, you know, life's good. Why am I even thinking like that? Or, ooh, you know, maybe I'm getting jealous. No, God needed my words to correspond with what he wanted to do in my life. And when I felt that kind of like, hey, God, do a little something, something for me. Just do that little something, something you do. He got access and started moving in the earth. Man, how many times have you uh, misinterpreted God's leading and thought you were just being greedy or, un- or or selfish or ungrateful. Did you just get that? You're like, "Well, you know, I should just be happy with what I got." Cuz you all live that stupid mentality that somebody gave you. And I said, "Stupid. Well, you should just be happy with what you got. Well, you know, somebody's starving around the world." That's dumb. That's dumb theology. I'm sorry. Dumb theology. Well, you should just be happy with what you got. Well, you know, somebody's starving on the other side of the world and you should just be happy you got food on the table. Guys, stop. Time out. Time out. Time out. Sounds good. Looks cute. Great cliche. Nobody's trying to be weird. But guess what? Somebody's starving down the block. Okay? Okay, I get it. But I'm not supposed to starve. Now, man, you might say, Pastor Chris, you're stepping on water you shouldn't be stepping on. I'm already swimming in this, man. So get over it. What do you, what do you, no, I ain't supposed to live like that. I'm not supposed to live in the middle of a famine. I'm still supposed to live like a king. I don't, you, you got to lose this goofy mentality. We should just be happy with what we got. No, no, you shouldn't be happy with what you got. You should be happy with God's best. Enough of this tolerance. I'm not, I'm not some lost person. Now, I love the lost people. But please understand. Guys, I know this could come across really weird. No, I'm not just living in normalcy. You can forget it. My God didn't die. Jesus didn't die. And my, come on, man, I, I was preaching, you know, Easter. Easter, I let it out. I said, some of them know as a carpenter, but I know him as a king. Come on. He mm. ain't no carpenter. He ain't no common man. My God ain't no common man. My father isn't no common person. I'm from heaven. Don't you know who I am? I'm royalty in the earth. If the king of England showed up, the whole world stops moving. You're walking around like you some pauper in the earth. Like, I, I just take the scraps. I just take the scraps. Man, you know no scraps. Nah, that's cute stuff, but that ain't no scraps for you. Favor gives you the advantage. Favor produces honor in the midst of adversity. Here's number four. Favor produces increased assets, especially in the arenas of real estate. Now, that should get somebody pumped. I'm telling you now, favor... You get satisfied with favor and full with the blessings of the Lord. Why not increase? He said, I'll give you houses and land and stuff you didn't even build. You know, it's funny, that quick of me. You know, it's funny, I was, I, I, was, I used to pray this um, over my life. We used to pray this every day. They probably do, They, you know, and it was funny because I started, I used to think about it. I was like, oh, man, you know what? Buildings, we didn't even build houses we didn't even we didn't we didn't even we, man my god in heaven yeah because you know why um god wants you to be blessed i'm telling you that right now hero like, i'm gonna find this for you cuz i get excited about ooh i like that too right check this out i'm telling you man this is good Because I think some of the stuff we got to start pulling in our spirit um, is is this. Look at this. It's Deuteronomy. Go over here. Um, um, Deuteronomy 6 and 10. We can read it in the King James. Right? And y'all know this stuff. Deuteronomy, and and you could could read all of Deuteronomy, hero Israel, God our Lord. Right? He said this. Look at this. Man, this, this used to be what I used 10 and 11. Is we, 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 we got them in the prayer book still, but after we were praying this every day. Maybe we need to start praying it every day. And it shall be, you got, Did you start with 10? Yeah, good. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee out into the land which I swore unto thy father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give thee a great and godly city. He said, I'm here to give you the city. Now, read it slow. The, I, okay. It shall be, gotcha, when the Lord thy God brought thee out in the land which I gave Abraham. Did you get that? He said, I gave the land to Abraham, I gave it to Isaac, I gave it to Jacob, and now I'm giving it to you. What are you giving me? Great and godly cities. But, you know, I didn't, well, you know, praise God, I didn't build Daytona Beach, which thou buildest not. I'm going to give you what's built. Houses full of all good things. Verse eleven. There's your real estate. Which thou fill? But if I gotta, where am I gonna get the money for the furniture? Where am I gonna buy it? Which thou what fill is not. I'm gonna give you wells. You didn't dig. That means no labor. You no, know, it's funny. <laughs> I had this pipe at the house. Some of you know what I'm talking about, right? So I got the guy, he comes out, he's like, man, you got to have to dig this up. And we were laughing a couple guys in the church, you know, and, and you guys know who you are, and I love you. But it was like, well, we can dig that up. And I'm looking at this thing going, man, look, this don't look like a shovel dig-up job. This looks like a project. And I was like, guys, I really appreciate it. You know, it's awesome. This guy brings a, 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 like a little bucket lift. They had to go four to five feet deep. There was a hole. This guy jumped in it. It was up there. Can you imagine trying to dig there? He said, I'd be here for a week if I had a shovel. The labor of digging a well is immense. God said, I didn't ask you to dig it. He said, I'm going to give it to you what's been dug. Mmm, did you get that? Vineyards of olives, you didn't even plant. You shall eat and be full. Don't forget the Lord your God, because he's the one who brought you up out of the land of bondage. Woo! Did you get that? That's that land. That's that blessing. That's that favor. Let the favor flow. Come on, somebody. Let the favor. Come on, say it. Let the favor flow. Let the favor flow. Woo! Favor ain't fair. Woo! But it sure is fantastic. Come on, somebody. Ain't that good? I'm preaching way better than all you people. Ain't many me. Look at this. Number 5. Favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Did you get that? Favor produces great victory in the midst of great impossibilities. For it look at this Joshua 11:20 y'all know this one. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts that they should come against Israel in battle that they might destroy them utterly and that they might have no favor but that he might destroy them as the Lord commanded Moses. Great victories. Joshua had great victories. Got to harden the heart of your enemies, right? They're going to take your enemies' favor away. They might have the edge. How do you think God sticks a couple people against armies and a couple people beat them? He took their favor away. He took the favor off them and put it on you. Favor produces great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Number six. Now, you can see that all the time. That's why you got to do the right thing. You can't win battles. You all out in left field lying and stealing and acting the clown and no, 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 no. You got to stay close to the word to keep that favor flowing. Favor, verse six. Favor produces recognition even when you seem the least likely to receive it. You know, David did that. In 1 Samuel 16, and Saul sent Jesse into the house of David, right? He said he's trying to find favor, right? David found favor. I was thinking of... Uh, And Saul sent to Jesse saying, let David, I pray thee, stand before me, for he hath found favor in my sight. But I was even thinking about when 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 the prophet of God was sent to David's house looking for the king, he wasn't even invited But favor promoted him. He wouldn't look big enough. He didn't look like he had it together. He didn't look like he could be the man. Guess what? Favor will make you the man. Favor will make you the woman. Favor will give you the increase. Favor will give you the victory. Favor will give you the overcoming ability. Ain't that good news? Woo, favor. I got favor. Listen, look at your neighbor and say, I got favor. I got the favor. You got the favor. We got favor. Favor. How about this? Um no oh number 7 number 7 favor produces prominence and preferential treatment favor produces prominence and preferential treatment preferential treatment is cool and don't lie all you people are like i don't like it i love it yeah i don't want to i don't want to be who doesn't like preferential treatment you know what i'm saying like you ever go somewhere and they're like no, 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 no. You don't have to wait in the line. You need to move right up here. Praise be to God. I'm like, praise God. You, how many you want to go in the back? Well, no, I want to teach myself humility and go in the back. The earth is teaching me enough humility. You all need to, when God's favor shows up, take it. You know, Esther 2.17. You ever think of this? And the king loved Esther above all the women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the other virgins. So that he sent the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. There's a sermon called Where Have You Gone, Vashti. Some of you don't know that story. But you'll learn, I have to preach it one day. Yeah, she didn't elevate. She could have. She didn't know how to posture, messed herself up. But Esther postured right. And because, let me tell you, women, my God in heaven, man. Are you women listen to me. I'm gonna tell you right here now, this is crazy. I could t- I'm gonna tell you right here now. This is really good. If a woman could ever figure out posture, she'd rule the world. I'm telling you, man. That's what Esther did. She postured herself right. Cause see, that's I should do that one day. Have a seminar about that. Help somebody. I'm telling you, man. You you can really you can position yourself. Not manipulate. That's not what I'm saying. You could position yourself to be noticed. Oh yeah. Yeah, because, see, here's the thing. Women think beauty is what attracts a man. Nope. It's your posture. Just feel the anointing in here? That thing will hit your house. I know what I'm talking about, man. I'm getting really good at this stuff, so stay with me. I can take you some. No, I'm not trying to be weird. It's true. I see how God's order works. And what people, with the earth, that's why the, that's why the earth is so counterbalanced. We're trying to make you think beauty is it. Everything's like how you look and what you look like and don't have no cellulite and have makeup and do this. And, and women are under this enormous pressure to look like this Barbie doll picture image and they feel like if I'm not that, I'm not gonna be attractive. It's the last thing in the world. This is gonna sound so stupid, but it's so true. It's really the first thing a man is seeing, but the last thing he's truly attracted to. (laughs) I got to write a book, man. This sounds so good. (laughs) You say, Pastor Chris, you're crazy. Oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I can teach you what he really wants, and it's not just sex. (laughs) I don't know how we're on this, but I got to teach a sermon on this one for sure. It's God's honest truth. You look at Esther and you understand posture. She knew how to bring herself before the king. She soaked herself in oil for crying out loud. Perfumed for a year before she came into his presence. She knew how to enter a room and get attention and not be manipulative but be postured to be seen. And let me tell you where it came from. It didn't come from the things that the earth says it came from her humility it came really seriously it came from the place of submission to instruction crazy wild eight favor produces petition granted even by ungodly civil authorities Favor produces petitions granted even by ungodly civil authority. What's that mean? When favor shows up, even lost people will give it to you, man. Esther 5 and 8. Oh, if I have found favor in this sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant me my petition and to perform my crest, let the king and Haman come to the banquet I shall prepare for them and I will do tomorrow as the king has said. She got access. She got access in the realm of the ungodly because favor hit her life. It's the same thing with the woman in the Bible. in Luke, remember she said, he said, man, he said there was a guy, he didn't fear God, he didn't fear man, he was a mess judge. He said, she's going to come and get it. She's going to bug me. And she got it. Now that was God's favor that bugged him. Favor hit her life and her petition tapped in. Favor will give you access to stuff you couldn't get on your own. Ooh, how about nine, nine? Favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed in reverse to your advantage. Favor causes favor causes policies, rules, regulations, and laws to be changed in reverse for your advantage. That's true. You've seen that. I've seen this happen. Literally here. Well, you can't, you can't, you can't, you know, it's, it's the same scripture, right? In Esther 8 and 5. And it said, if I please the king and if I have a favor, now this is different scripture, so don't, don't think it's the same one. And the thing seem right before the king and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman, the, right? <clears throat> the son of M.C. Hammer, he- that was funny. Hemadepathy and ag- 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 what do you say? What is that? Oh my God. And Amy. R- adjugate, which he wrote, destroys the Jews, which are all the king's province. What is he saying? I'll turn the walls around. I'll change the rules for you. But that ain't fair. Well, who cares? If they're doing it for you, let them do it. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever been somewhere and they're like, well, you can't. You, well, we can't do it. So what we'll do is we'll change the law so you can do it. I mean, we, we were over there at the Miracle Center, man, and they, they put all these parking stickers on the cars and it was a big mess and you couldn't park. And I went there and pleaded my case. I said, look, and they're like, what are we going to do if you can't park the car? You can't park the car. I was like, we're going to get favor. And I got favor. Every Sunday morning, they didn't care if 800 cars parked down the street, they weren't going to touch it. You know what I'm saying? And they they wanted me to get stickers. I was like, how am I gonna give stickers to first time visitors? I don't even know these people are coming. You know, come on, man. And they're like, you know what? Forget it. For the church, the law don't count. Just go. We'll tell the guy that was checking that side of the block on Sundays and Wednesdays, or whenever you tell us you got something, matter of fact, we'll know when you got something. The guy can obviously see when the church there. Forget it. I say, okay, thank you, sir. You wanna put that in writing for me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But what was it? It was favor. And 10, last but not least, favor produces battles won which you won't even fight because God will fight them for you. Favor is gonna go before you and fight the battles. Favor produces battles won which you won't even fight because God will fight them for you. And that's Psalms 44.3. For they got, for they got not the land in possession by their own sword, neither did they by their own arm save them, but thy right hand and thine arm and the light of thy kindness, because thou hast had favor and given them favor unto them. Ain't that cool? Favor makes the difference. Ain't that good? So here's a lot of things, right? There's a bunch of stuff. Remember, you're gonna get exactly what you expect, and if you expect God's favor to surround you, then you're gonna see it. I'm telling you, you got to put demand on it with faith. So here's what it is. Revelation of the favor of God is there. It's a divine grace of God. It's their favor. Now you take your faith and you put it in your favor, and now you walk around just kind of attracting it like a magnet. I'm expecting favor. And through declaration and adoration, when it shows up, you ride in there, you see the front spot and parking spot at the the mall, you pray, pray, praise God, thank you, God, for favor. Favor, that's favor. Bill gets reduced favor you got to start calling it out. Call it out. You're at somewhere and they say, oh, move up to the line. That's the favor of God. Or you go somewhere. That's favor. Acknowledging the favor of God verbally is going to activate it to be in your surrounding more periodically. No, more often. Periodically good things happen. No, that's because you're not gracious in the moment. Remember what God has done. And then when you start getting that unction like I got like, man, God, I really think that I need something to happen. Start what? Thanking him in advance for the favor, and guess what? It's going to show up. Praise the Lord. Let me pray for you. Father, Thinking thank you that the favor of God is hitting the church. Favor of God's hitting relevant. Favor of God's hitting every member, every partner, every friend, every family, every member, every person connected to this vision. Let the favor of God, I command the favor of God to come upon their life with the blessing of God in Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen, and amen. Well, praise be to God. I love you guys, man. I'm excited. We got the favor of God. Go expect it. Go demand it. Go decree it. We've been in the blessing all month long. We've been talking about Abraham's blessing, what it does. My God in heaven, I've given you you week after week about the blessing of God and how it produces the prosperity in your life. It's powerful. Life-changing. going to change your life. It's changing my life. It's going to transform your tomorrow. Amen. And just walk in the blessing of Abraham. Stay in the blessing. Put a demand in a decree. And you know that blessing is going to make room for you no matter where you are because it produces prosperity in every area of your life. I love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.